Hello, Revelers, and welcome to the Reveler Recording, a loud and lively podcast. Turn it up, dance it out, and revel in it all. I hope you are feeling yourself. My name is Haley Press. My pronouns are she, her, and I am the host of The Reveler Recording, a loud and lively podcast. Welcome to Podtober, where a mini episode is released every day in October with a new guest answering the question, what do you revel in? Let me start by saying that I was so nervous for this recording. Our guest for day 21 is on a whole other level. They're creating levels. They've built such beautiful and inviting spaces for the queer community, and as we talk, you'll hear the genuineness of their why. I think that's what touches me so much about this person, is that they really just care. I have loved watching them come into their own, not only as a business person, but as themselves. You don't want to miss this one. Please welcome Marissa Rosa Grant, also known as Buster Hyman. Hello, how are you? I'm doing so well. How about you? I am good. I am so stoked to have you on the podcast. I have been admiring from afar for quite some time now and just seeing you thrive and shine has been incredible so thank you so so much for uh coming on to the reveler recording would you please do us all the pleasure of introducing yourself yeah so my name is marissa rosa grant i use they them pronouns and i'm a queer event producer and like events galore (laughs) yes it's incredible i have seen the incredible messages um, that have come from that as well. You recently did a uh, campaign, I guess, with IKEA. Mm-hmm. Yes, just trying to put myself out there as a non-binary lesbian, really trying to represent and yeah, show people that we exist. Good for you! Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to tell listeners what it is that you revel in? So I revel in queerness and um, uplifting queer voices of marginalized folks, people of color. Uh, That's definitely what I revel in. Amazing. I think you, like I said, you've done such an incredible job creating those safe spaces and the spaces for people to just be themselves. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm literally just sitting here being like, I have loved just seeing you grow and thrive and it's been so cool to be on this side of things um, and really admire what you have done. Um, do you want to tell us about some of the events that you put on? Yeah, totally. So like before the pandemic, I had realized like uh, like around like 2018-ish, the last lesbian bar in Toronto closed and I was coming into my queerness more and more and trying to go out more and meet more people, but there just weren't spaces that I could see myself in. A lot of spaces just were either filled with men or filled with people who didn't look like me. So Mm -hmm. I started to make this party called Strapped and it was a direct play on like using strap on so that I was trying to figure out like how to really get the lesbians (laughs) to come to the party. Um, (laughs) 
So I started that party. It was a monthly thing that started out in August of 2019. And each party had a theme. People would dress to the theme. And then at the end of the night, there'd be a stripper. So it was just amazing, really exciting thing, because I think especially like women, not even just queer women, women, our sexuality is so repressed. So being in spaces where you can just be yourself and like be sexy and see other people just loving themselves and loving their bodies. Um, I wanted to create a space like that. So I've just been making parties ever since and pivoted to doing things online when the pandemic happened. And we've just grown so much now and have fans and love from all over that it motivates me to keep it going. I've done things like slumber parties online. I've done wine tours. Um, We've done even just game nights. So really trying to reach all parts of community because naturally not everyone likes to have a dance party, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. people are more chill and they want to just like socialize and like play video games with people. So really trying to reach all parts and aspects of community. Just seeing like photos on the strapped page and stuff as well. People look so genuinely happy and themselves and it's really just refreshing to see uh like you said kind of like women in general but also just um to be able to allow that space for queer people too and like intentionally do so Mm -hmm. and I definitely think that we can learn from that and implement that in so many (laughs) other places as well (laughs) like it 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 should be a more regular thing yeah absolutely I agree uh, how have you found that the, uh, obviously the, this, the twist into virtual world, how has it made connections and access easier or harder? Like how has that development looked for you? So I felt at first, like, I really wasn't sure how it was going to look or what people would think of it. I was really thinking it might not catch on. But mm-hmm. I got a lot of great feedback that it makes the events way more accessible. And yes. it was in Toronto, especially, there's so many obstacles for people who are in wheelchairs because they're older buildings, there's yes. not accessible washrooms, there's steps and like steps to go up and down, like all these stairs. So having this party right on your computer screen mm-hmm. um, has made things really accessible and a lot of people have given us really great feedback about that and then also people who are just like a bit like socially anxious I found that there's like I was saying before like there's people who don't necessarily enjoy parties and maybe Mm -hmm. they just want to be in the comfort of their own home not even have their camera on just feel like they're around people because it's been especially lonely during the pandemic and finding community and being able to stay in touch with community has been something that has helped people like keep going through this Mm -hmm. difficult time. Could not agree anymore. (laughs) Um, Is there, what does kind of the future of strapped look like? I know you've taken correct. I'm pretty sure you've taken strapped to like other cities and Mm -hmm. stuff as well. Yeah. So we, in November of 2019, we had the opportunity to take strapped to Brooklyn, New York. And that was amazing. And we're hoping to like reconnect there again. We're making connections with folks in Philadelphia, 
we also really want to somehow end up in the UK. We're just trying to expand more because we've noticed that we've grown online in a way that like allows for us to have more connections outside of Toronto even. Mm -hmm. So um, we're thinking to like in the future, continue doing things in Toronto, have it as our home base, but even kind of tour our party around and um, also keep it accessible by having it online too again. Mm -hmm. I, this just kind of popped into my head, but it would be so freaking cool if you had like parties going on in different locations, but at the same time, and then like connecting it all virtually as well, like having those screens displaying each party at every party and just worldly connections. <laughs> that would be amazing. What a great idea. I might have to take that up. Oh my goodness. Do it. That yeah. would be amazing. I would just want to like watch it all after to like have a recording to see (laughs) what it looks like yeah that'd be so dope I feel like you've done such a cool job from what I've seen though too of just like providing really cool event enhancements as well I saw recently I forgive me I don't I don't know what it's called but like uh literally I think it was today I saw it that like ring light that swings around you and just creating those moments for people to share help spread the word and show like what strapped is as well Mm, yeah the 360 video camera like oh my goodness like people have been loving that and it creates such a like special moment for everyone because when you go out you always especially like since the pandemic like you've harvested all these like really great outfits you're finally coming outside (laughs) you want to capture it and I was like okay I want to capture like my full outfit so I'm going to get this thing set up and people just had the best time. Like uh, for the beginning part of the party that we had this past Sunday, there was just a, a lot of time where people were just standing by the photo booth, just hyping each other up <laughs> because it was so fun. And everyone just like looks like a celebrity afterwards. Everybody, all the videos that you shared was like, everybody looks so good. Everybody looks like they're feeling themselves and just this ray of confidence and you could see the people kind of standing around at times and just like your own personal cheer squad Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely everyone like definitely had a great time with that I will probably have that at all my events (laughs) to be honest I saw that and I was like okay note to self remember remember this because I've got to get it somewhere for sure even just for my own like personal use hey yeah (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, what have been some of your favorite moments about either like a favorite memory from a strapped event or about the strapped community in general? Mm, that's a great question. I would say my favorite moment would be seeing people attend this like two year anniversary that were at like the very first event that we had, like our very first party in August and then just seeing like the way we've grown and like Mm -hmm. also like there's so many great moments because also to like meeting the people that I've been hanging out with online for all these months um in quarantine and then seeing them in person and them just being so happy to have this space it's just really just the joy that it brings people who are queer and of color just feeling like they finally had a space where they can be themselves and 
anytime I hear stories about someone who found love at my party, I just like burst <laughs> because it's just like, oh my God, let me make sure I'm available to attend your wedding. Like, yes, send me the invite. So we'll um, supply the 360 camera. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I will come. <laughs> I will do the, I will run around in a circle for you. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, So I'm an event coordinator full-time as well. And I think I've really been trying to focus on how we are making our spaces inclusive, welcoming, um, safe spaces for any and all to attend as well. And I think it's just, I love that you've provided your own space, but is there anything that you would say putting on events that you would suggest having out there so that it is more welcoming, more inclusive, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like if you're booking people, try to really book people who are queer and are black or indigenous, like people of color. When we as like black queer folks see that we are being highlighted, we are so much more likely to support and just making sure that there's like if you're having spaces that are workshops or conferences, even doing something as little as like asking people to put their pronouns in their names, like it makes such a difference. And at first when people were starting to put out their pronouns, it was just like, okay, but like, I'm not queer. Maybe I don't have to put that, but it helps people, especially trans folks feel more safe in those spaces because they know like it's very open and very obvious that my pronouns are this or that please don't mess it up. Please make that effort. Mm -hmm. So it goes a long way um, to make spaces feel more safe by including us and also including our pronouns because it's very important to our community. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Someone else on the podcast has also mentioned uh, pronouns too, and I could not agree more. At the end of the day, it's really such a simple gesture as well Mm -hmm. that people just need, like, just get on board. Like what, what, what is what's your problem? Yeah. What's the harm? It's Literally like, nothing. It's like how we used to always be like, "What's your title on things?" And it'd be like, "Mr. Yeah. or Miss." Literally just or like people have no problem putting in uh, like their accomplishment titles, like yeah. the "I'm a PhD." Yeah, cool. It's Tell cool. me your pronouns too. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. Yeah, that's something too that I'm trying to get better when introducing guests as well as asking them to uh, inform me of their pronouns as well because I want to make sure too that I'm addressing people properly. Mm-hmm. Like I never want to put someone into an uncomfortable position. So uh, I'm really glad that you brought that up, and I just hope that one day pronouns won't even be like a conversation. Mm. It's just something you do. Yeah. Just quick switch. Like, Oh, sorry. My bad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's been cool to see though, that like Instagram, even zoom, I saw like the, the, there's an actual place to put your pronouns and stuff now too. So it's nice to see that corporate companies are very obviously putting the space for that to be included. So Mm -hmm. slowly, but surely I hope so. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on? Anything else that you revel in? Anything else about the strapped community, the queer community? Anything? <laughs> um, well, I guess just like if people have I are listening to this and they are of these identities and they're looking for community, definitely follow strapped. We're trying our best to create events and spaces that include everyone. 
and um, appeal to all the different interests that people have. People just share ideas with me and that's how we kind of move and like go through things. So definitely reach out. I'm constantly on the go doing a billion different things. But if people ever need a safe space to kind of share their thoughts on their gender identity and like how to navigate that resources, my inbox is always open. And yeah, that's all I've got. (laughs) I love it. Before we go, can I ask you about one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Can you tell me about Buster Hyman? Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Buster Hyman is my drag king persona um, that I like came up with one day after I like went in my dad's closet and I was just bored, you know, just like putting on his stuff. And then like, I'm like, oh, we're going to put on a beard. Um, And I was introduced to like drag king culture recently. And it was at a time that I was also exploring my identity. I was a she, her then. And I was like, why does why do I feel so um validated (laughs) in dressing up as a man like I'm able to be my whole masculinized hyper masculinized self through performance um and since then I've just been like playing on that and like hitting up different like um venues to ask if I could just perform for them and now I'm just like getting booked non-stop which is great overwhelming but great um but yeah Buster Hyman a funny guy a very big lover man big heart um tries to be loyal is not but (laughs) you know we learn and we grow (laughs) yes absolutely (laughs) yeah amazing can you I think there's a really big focus on like the drag queen culture like that's very in your face there's RuPaul's drag race etc Can you tell people a little bit more about the drag king culture and like where they can find more? Mm -hmm. So drag kings are like few and hard to find now. I feel like there's maybe like eight of us in Toronto alone. Um, And yeah, I think it came to be after we saw how many like queens like were playing on femininity. And also a lot of them are very like, playing on terrible stereotypes of women. Um, A lot of drag kings that I know even personally are of like um, trans mask or uh, trans experience. So it's a way that we can kind of tap into that side of our personality and our identity and our queerness. And it's kind of just like a, like a, a slap to the face to the queens that are like, making fun of this idea of um, femininity and what that looks like. So it's not only just performance art or just for fun. It is also very political and it's a movement for sure. So I'll be completely honest. I actually didn't realize there was, there was such kind of like a political stance and movement behind it. So I really appreciate you educating me there Mm -hmm. and like opening my eyes to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm going to have to like get into that a little bit more and research that, but I really appreciate you bringing that to light. Totally. Totally. So, um, 
Okay. Anything else? I feel like we were about to go. And then I was like, wait, no, I gotta, I gotta ask about Buster Hyman. How did you, I mean, the name, the name, oh, the name is great, but like how, what, how did you come up with this? Um, it was like, I posted a photo of myself just on my Instagram and I'm like, what, what should my name be? And a good friend of mine, um, like we, settled on busta like we we're like okay busta kind of like busta rhymes and yeah like, okay busta Ryman, and we're like no 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 buster <laughs> hyman um and yeah it just was like this funny thing and i wanted it to be a little less um obvious that we were talking directly about hyman <laughs> so yeah i was like hi man um to play on, I love like, it. the fact that he's just like this jamaican dude you know wears a lot of like weed memorabilia (laughs) the creativity behind a majority of the names is uh impressive it's an art it really yes it really is i feel like i would love to continue to sit down with you one day and just like pick your brain about literally everything uh I mean it like we got on this call and I felt like I was like fangirling like oh my gosh um we knew each other for like eight years ago yeah yeah which is wild funny because during those like um conferences in is kind of when I started to like be like oh maybe I'm queer I think we had some there was some kind of um I think it was EGAL Canada was talking about pansexuals and stuff and I was like oh that fits yeah that's definitely me yeah 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 so it's really fun to like have this chat now with you after I've become into my full self (laughs) it's I love that you've been able to too I think it can be not speaking from experience but just knowing that it's it's not I can imagine it's never really easy Mm -hmm. but I hope that you've had people around you to support um and just be there for you you have very obviously I can only imagine been that for other people as well especially with the communities that you're creating so I'm like actually getting emotional I just think it's so fucking rad and I I just the world needs to be a better place and just continue to grow and you are 100 percent um a facet in in helping us get there thank you so much I'm getting emotional (laughs) yeah and it sucks because it also like I will say if anything that I've learned too over the over the years is like it shouldn't be your responsibility either and Mm -hmm. it it these are just things that we should be doing and I'm not perfect either like I have things to learn like again like I didn't know about the drag king culture and just really getting out of our own comfort zones and what we know and being open to other people in general and just ways of life and ways of love and everything. So, um, just thank you. And I keep being you and I love being a follower. Everybody needs to go follow you. So please, please, please plug yourself. I think that's everything. (laughs) I am at Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-A daddy, um, on IG, Instagram and TikTok. I'm also at strapped, S-T-R-A-P-P-E-D dot T-O uh, for all events and parties and all the fun queer stuff. That's me. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Genuinely, like (laughs) I was so stoked when you said yes. 
Um, and I just hope that we continue to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm speechless. Just think, yeah, you're a freaking rock star. <laughs> amazing all right well thank you uh listeners please make sure you go check out marissa's page not only um their personal but also the strapped uh dot to page uh as well they have a website are you should i launch it should i yeah sure yeah okay cool (laughs) i was like wait a minute uh they also have a website it is marissa m-a-r-i-1-s right Mm mm-hmm one S a Rosa R O S a G R a N T grant.com. Um, and just go look at all the things that they should be proud of because <laughs> there's a freaking list and I'm just so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. This has been great. Amazing. Thank you so much. And we will continue to connect. Marissa. I just want to say keeping you and I can't wait to see what other glass ceilings you shatter. Listeners, please know that I am and will continue to strive to make the Reveler spaces safe and inclusive. All are welcome here as you are. For those who may be looking for a queer community to call home, especially Black, queer, and trans folks, make sure you check out Marissa's pages. All are linked in the description of this episode. Thank you, everybody. And until tomorrow, revel on. And don't forget to rate, review, and recommend this episode.